Hello and welcome to For the Love of Truth. This is episode 222 and is another in the Back to Health series. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to Zuzanna about her health. Her story is very interesting to me because from a very young age, she shied away from the traditional healing modalities and set about finding ways to look after herself. And this carried on throughout her entire life. More recently, she's had a brush with skin and breast cancer, and we discussed how she dealt with those very effectively, very quickly, and with minimal impact on her system. And perhaps one of the things you can take away from this discussion is that if you do some research, if you look within yourself and look around, you will find alternatives, better ways of maintaining and recovering your health. And that's really what this discussion was all about. If you have a story you'd like to tell about your journey back to health, I would really like to talk to you. The best way to reach me is to go to fortheloveoftruth.co.uk and then go to the Contact Us page and complete the web form so that you and I can start a dialogue. And in closing, you guys are amazing. I hope you enjoyed the interview and I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. And I've, I've been really looking forward to having a chat with you. And I've got to say again, I really like your artwork. It's just oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Thanks for having this um, space for a discussion like yeah. these. You know, it's great. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I've read uh, you sent me a message with some interesting information on that. I don't know whether you want me to ask you any questions on that or whether you just like to start talking a little bit about your story. How do you want to do this? Um, ask, ask me a question, get me going. That would be okay. better. All right. Well, you, you mentioned in there that you've been pretty much in charge of your own health for about 30 years. And what, what really started that out? Was that just an internal kind of, I need to do this or did something prompt that to happen? I, I don't think anything from the outside prompted it. I, from what I remember when I've been thinking back on it, cause I knew we were going to talk possibly about this specific thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it just made me think about, okay, so how, how did I get here where I am? You know, I'm, um, when I was about 15, I just started questioning everything. I mean, that's an age, I think, when, when people mm-hmm. question, start to question things. But one of the big things I was questioning is, um, you know, the things that we take as as absolutes that have to happen. You know, like when I was a kid, I was always taken to the doctor when I was ill. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking, well, I wonder if I could you know, use the stuff that's in my mother's kitchen cabinet to make some something that makes me feel better when I have a cold. And so I would, uh, it was just kind of like intuitive stuff. And and I did and and it did. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. So I started reading, you know, things about that, uh, which were very minimal at the time, because we're talking like early 70s. So there was no internet to, you know, dive into. It was just library at very best. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started, um, Doing like like things like deodorant and and soap and toothpaste and things like that. I started questioning the use of that, and I started m- making substitutes of my own using like you know baking soda and salt and various mm-hmm. things, and um, that sort of started it off. And then when I got to uh, England in the later seventies, I got um, a bout of food poisoning. And I had wanted, if, if, if anybody's ever had food poisoning, you know, you would, you'd really like somebody to come and shoot you. You'd, you'd pay them yeah, to do it. You yeah, know, yeah. it just feels so horrible. And I was like that. And a, a friend sent over a, a little file of Arsen Elb homeopathic tablets. I'd never had any experience of homeopathy before. And I took it and it was probably like 10 seconds and I felt better. And it was like, oh, my God, I've got to check this out. So that was the next thing Mm -hmm. that I checked out. And then after that was um, I got interested in using locally grown uh, healing herbs that I could find in the garden that I didn't plant, that that were just in the yard or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, that started me off on the whole big long thing that was sort of a collection of, of things mm-hmm. that happened and then it was just like whoo well in a way and I uh, trained formally in in um, herbal studies and I learned as much as I could as a lay person uh, about homeopathy and I used those two things uh, pretty much for a greater part of that and then I started kind of branching out into energy medicine mm-hmm. you know hands-on or hands-off healing uh, tuning forks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ayurveda is the thing that I'm using now to try and balance me up on a 
like every level, um, you know, that I can, because I've had three years of intensity, mm -hmm. um, not unpleasantness at all necessarily, but um, three years of real intensity. And it's become clear to me that my my balance is off kilter somewhat. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with that. It's interesting how sensitive you get over time, isn't it? When you're paying attention to yourself and you can start to most people, I say most people, I'm doing them a disservice. Some people wouldn't be aware of, you can pick the little sensitive thing and think I'm just offline and you can nudge it back and you don't have this big speed wobble and crash into the bushes. You just, you get back on track again. Yeah. Yeah. And the more one pays attention to these things and acts on them, yeah. the more information will come, yes. um, you know, just subtle, you might have a subtle feeling, but you'll also get some kind of information or an image or something like, Hmm, hmm. maybe I should check out whatever yeah. you know that, well, that's and exactly right out, i don't mean go to the doctor you know i mean i mean check into it you know like yeah that's right yeah on. well I, I think literally when you go to the doctor you are in risk of checking out permanently oh i think so it, yeah. it's um i've i've never been able to explain it maybe it's a past life experience or something like that i've never had anything horrifying happened to me at the doctors i mean questionable yes but not mm. horrifying that that would cause me to just completely go I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So what's the question I was going to ask you? I may have to cut some of this video as well because my mind sometimes has yeah, okay. gone. Zook. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm glad that happens to you because sometimes I just kind of like get a wall and it's like, I can't think of that word. I, I, yeah, that happens a lot. But it's, it's kind of interesting because then I'll just stop and I'll wait and then all of a sudden things will start popping in my head again, which is fine. Right, right, right. And it makes you look like a real person to everybody else that's watching it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, if you are watching, I'm not a machine, despite what some people have told me. I'm not. I'm just, oh. I'm just a rapidly functioning man. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. All right. So the, the, you've obviously had some health issues. We all have. And this is one thing I said to someone the other day. You know, don't think that just because we're, you know, we, we eat well, we, we drink the right kind of stuff, we're out in touch with the earth, we manage our thoughts as best we can, we meditate. Don't think that we don't have problems but when we get a problem you know I, I work into the problem and say is this a cause or is it an effect and invariably it's an effect and then you start to work back upstream to look for where the yeah. cause is and yeah. then you fix it and i noticed in your message to me you said you'd had cancer and yeah. cancer is definitely an effect it's not a cause but when they treat yeah. it as a cause they're going to make it worse whereas if you look for the effect then you've got you know you're in with an easy chance of, of being able to resolve the effect then right right that's what i think and and um the tool that I'm using to find the cause is uh, Ayurveda now. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, really, you know, I've had little uh, touch-ins with that over my life, but mm -hmm. this time I'm like giving it the good old college try. I'm doing yeah. it, you know, I'm, I'm uh, not eating what I shouldn't eat and eating what I should eat and mm -hmm. all the whole nine yards. And it's really making a difference in my uh, ability to sleep, which, which has been a lifelong issue. And I think when your sleep is, is chronically, uh, disturbed, mm -hmm. which I could say mine was insomnia, you know, um, your health is eventually going to falter. Yeah. You know, it's really going to falter. Sleep is so important. You know, um, we don't realize it when we're young, um, because we bounce back so easily, but as you get older, you realize, Hey, I'm not bouncing back so much, you know, I'm not bouncing back at all or whatever, yeah. and, and just drag around. And so, um, I think the, the Ayurvedic protocols are, are really going to, be making a difference and it gives me insight into a, a variety of things so mm -hmm. yeah um the cancer that i started realizing i had for about two years prior to so let's see let's see 2018 um when i first started on my nomadic lifestyle and i went off camping for a few months and during that time, I think I developed what is kind of a classically a sun cancer thing, like a little circular about as big as a um, pencil eraser, a little circular red thing on my for mm -hmm. right forearm. And I thought, okay, I'm going to watch that. And I, I didn't really know that that was the classic um, image of, of a skin cancer to come, mm -hmm. um, but I sort of had a feeling it was. And so I just kind of kept an eye on it. And then um, last summer when I was camping in really extreme heat for the last two summers. Uh, I got this kind of full body reaction of, of uh, 
looking sort of like a rash, but it's not really kind of a rash, I don't think. It was um, my body's inability to, to deal with the heat in, on multiple levels. And my skin got so sensitive, it felt like anything that touched it, even like a wisp of air was like burlap rubbing on raw skin. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. And shortly after that, that's when the thing on my arm that I'd been keeping an eye on changed. And I thought, aha, that's it. It is cancer. And at the time, what I I did know of a, a plant that I could see growing where I was camping, and I used it for like um, several days, I would I would chew up the the plant called a spit poultice and put it on the spot and kind of bind it so it would stay there. And I would change that every three hours, and it it changed the thing. It, it uh, drew stuff out. It changed the whole look of the thing. It became um, a sore, which eventually, then when I stopped the uh, poultices on it, it healed over, and and that was that. Then I. Um, when I went over to a friend's house during that time, she told me about um, a mutual friend of ours who used this herbal product product called Cansima that is really, uh, the guy has to live in Ecuador because he's been run out of the States because he cures cancer, you know, all kinds of cancers. And so this, I ordered a jar, it's a little tiny jar and you just use a tiny little bit of it all the time. And wow, it does this amazing thing. It draws the cancer up and out and the body then kind of does its thing Mm -hmm. and pushes, it it becomes like a, 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 it's a white thing that happens and then gradually it becomes a scab and the body pushes it out. Mm -hmm. And then one can, um, after a time, uh, put some more of this cancer herbal um, combination on it and if there's any more cancer there, because because the way it's um, the way it is de- designed, it's the the ingredients react only with cancer cells. Mm-hmm. So I was experimenting, putting it on different molds and stuff like that, and nothing happens unless it is cancer. Mm-hmm. And then it's very clear what it is. So that's what <laughs> happened with the um, skin cancer. Like... Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> what's her What's her his name? Uh, this one. She's lovely. And for some reason, my mind's gone blank. It's my cat. This is ridiculous. It's okay. It's your cat. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's a beautiful black cat. She is, yeah. She had a brother too, but he decided to go walk about and never came back last year. Oh, so. that's so heartbreaking when that happens, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah, this one got locked in a cupboard uh, yesterday. Bless her. Oh, no, you're not drinking any more water. You drank the last glass. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats. Yeah, she 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 was sat on a on the piano stool over there. Now she's sat across my notes, so now we are stuck. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you did before the cat decided to join us, and she only joined special people. Oh, that's nice. Thank the, you. The um, although she's now going to headbutt the mic. Really? I'm definitely going to have to edit some of this out. If you want, <laughs> let me just move the thing so you can see it. One second. Here yeah, I want to see it. Ah, hello, sweet pea. How are you, darling? <laughs> Beautiful girl. She is, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's very special, this one. Aren't you, sweetie? Right now, what have I done? I've ruined everything. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have an interview without a cat involved. It makes it very special, I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, she does. She helps a lot. Aren't you, sweet? We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Yeah, I bet they, they do. They know they know what's needed even if we don't. Absolutely, yeah. So now just can I have the microphone back, do you think? <laughs> just, really? <laughs> we'll just have to wait for a second. Yeah, that's okay. Right, so are we done now? Done with you walking around? Are we good? Sure. Can I have your permission to start? Thank you. <laughs> uh, we were talking about... That little vial of uh, 
healing healing stuff. Yeah. Cancer stuff. Cancer yeah. stuff, yeah, thank you. And in America it's not called cancer, it's called Amazon because he can't he can't label it cancer. So yeah. Canada and America have this sort of moratorium on healing cancer unless it's done by the yeah. professionals. And <laughs> So this guy, I'm not, I'm not so is, keen on that methodology, unfortunately. No kidding, no kidding. Me, me neither, me yeah. neither. And um, and so this guy is kind of like a um, he had to leave the country yeah. basically, and he yeah. and his wife live in Ecuador now. And mm -hmm. you can still get all his products and things like that. And um, I I got his book on it. It's called Black Sav is the general kind of yeah. name for it. Yeah. And I got the book, and it's like his 30 years of exploration using this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. combination of of things and yeah. what he's seen you yeah. know and it's really quite amazing and you know we we discover what we're supposed to discover when we're supposed to discover it. you know I, I never heard about it before and I went over to my friend's house and said hey look you know and she said I've got something for that you know and <laughs> yeah. it was just like I ordered it like within minutes after that yeah and it was lucky because I started getting more reactions, more expressions of cancer. Yeah. The next one was some kind of funny itching thing that happened on the outside lower right breast. Uh -huh. And um, I put the cancer on it and it like, whoa, it brought up a big, you know, a, like a dime sized yeah. white, white, whatever. And the white is the dead cells, cancer yeah. cells and your body cells. And I had an intuitive hit and you're really not supposed to do this, but I follow my intuition. According to the book, you're not supposed to really do this. Mm -hmm. I put the, the patch, um, the cancer up goes on for a 24 hour period. You take it off and then it, the, the healing process goes on for mm -hmm. about a month. Mm -hmm. um, but I did three days in a row mm -hmm. with a new um, cancer bandage on, on my breast three times in a row. And it's brought out a huge amount, a mm -hmm. huge amount of, cancer it was breast cancer luckily it was close to the surface so that it could mm -hmm. you know get that action and draw it out mm. and um i took photographs of it every day and what so i could see the healing process and it was basically very fascinating to me mm -hmm. you know i mean i did get a, a few kind of like when i when i first took the first patch off and knew that it was cancer it was like whoa recalibration yeah well, you kind of like reorient your thought processes to what you need to do now, yeah. you know, but I wasn't scared or like, oh, shit, I'm going to die or, you know, anything like that. It was like, I get to experiment with this again. I can't experiment on anybody but me. Yeah. So I'm a willing subject. So yeah. I'm, I'm rare to go. Um, so that was in October where the breast cancer showed up. And after about a month, all the scabbing dropped off and, and then it, it leaves, uh, depending on how deep it is, it, it will leave um, purple scarring. And so I've used the DMSO on it to sort of ease the scarring thing. And, and it's, it's healing up pretty nicely. Mm -hmm. And for these deep ones, it can take about a year for the scarring to, yeah. to, yeah. to go yeah. away. But I mean, who cares, right? Yeah. I don't have cancer. Yeah, what's the rush? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have any of the hassle of doctor's appointments and hospital appointments and, you know, God forbid, chemo and surgery and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Well, the cut, poison and burn brigade. Yeah. 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 I have the same it, reaction to that. It's a very physical, oh God. It is. It yeah. is a physical, a yeah. visceral a recoiling, yeah. you know? And so... As I said, that was October. So the, the the sun caused skin cancer was in July. The breast cancer was in October. And in January of this year, I had a tiny little thing on my hand mm -hmm. that was like, it was kind of like sticking up and I, I peeled it off and I thought, well, I mean, if it is cancer, it'll come back and I'll see, you know, and I, I kind of like pull, pulled it off or whatever like that. And it did come back. So then I put the cancer on it. And it was just very, very small, but it was cancer. And oddly enough, and I think it's a reaction to the application of the cancer that if there's something else in your body, it could show up. In fact, there's a there's a doctor, I believe he's in Peru, who uses cancer as a diagnostic tool. Mm -hmm. He'll put a patch of cancer on somebody's thigh and somewhere else on the body where there's cancer will show it's called an eshar uh, technically is an eshar and that's the white thing mm -hmm. and that will become a scab and then fall off so eshar is, is the the correct word and so he he has this 
diagnostic thing that he does with that cancer stuff. Mm. And I think that's what happened to me. I think that I put it on this little thing and then I had two more show up on, on my side and back, mm. you know, one on my side, one on my back. Mm. And all of these have been in the same area, right? Mm -hmm. The arms are related to the heart center. The chest is obviously heart center. And it doesn't surprise me, knowing my history, mm -hmm. that this area might be the one that's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it needs a lot of attention. And, you know, I've been a sort of person who have try has tried to fit in with what everybody else wants and all that kind of stuff. And that, that'll get you in the end. Don't anymore. And it got me in the end. It yeah. doesn't I haven't been doing it for a while. However, yeah, I, I have the T-shirt for that as well. Pardon? I have the T-shirt for that experience as well. <laughs> <laughs> great excellent what's that one say uh don't do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and so um so i did the patches on those things yeah. and the back was really challenging to get but i was able to do it um, mm -hmm. on my own and um they went through their process and and they itch and they you know thing and about a month later after the 24 hours of that patch yeah. about a month later the scab will drop off and it starts you know, the next stage of the healing process. And yeah. that's where I am today. And it's, it's, um, it's just fascinating to watch the body do what it does in conjunction with a herbal preparation. There's, there's something else in it as well. I think it's like zinc chloride or something like that, that that's an old timey. I mean, he goes yeah. through the history of this. People have been doing this and knowing about this since the ancient Greeks and probably before. Yep. Yep. It's not news. You know, I'm not like, a trailblazer here. No. And I figure that part of my reason for experiencing this, and I'm so thrilled to do so, and thank you for the opportunity, is to let women know and people in general that there are other options. Yeah, that, that actually are extremely straightforward, that aren't particularly painful, that are non-invasive, that are very supportive. Exactly. And exactly. don't damage anything but the thing that needs to be healed. In fact, they don't damage right. that, they just heal it. Right. And you don't go through the emotional and psychological turmoil yeah. that friends of mine have gone through that I've seen when they do this conventional rigmarole. Yeah. And I think rigmarole is the right word. <laughs> well, it's just some sick, twisted, evil, nonsensical pantomime they get wrapped up in and they play the bad part that's going to get hurt. Yeah. That, that's my take. You know, the more I've looked at it and the more I've worked around it, it's like, Jesus Christ, I do not like this. It's like a horror film I'm watching. It is. It is like a horror film, yeah. you know, and people are still donating to the Cancer Research Society. And, you know, they think that they're doing such a good thing. And, yeah. um, you know, it's they're not. No. If, if they wanted to find a cure, there has been a cure. <laughs> Yeah. for at least a couple hundred years if not many thousands That's right. there is a cure if they yeah. wanted a cure it, they would have it they would know it because right. yeah. here it is but in addition to that as well the it, <laughs> the very ones that are promoting the use of the certain dangerous products in order to resolve the problem are the same companies higher up the chain that caused the problem in the first place with the well, toxicity there you go. There you go. Yes. You know, so it, it's this it's this kind of revolving door. It's a never-ending thing. It's just around and around and around feeding itself all the time. And yeah. you don't have to step into that world. You you can take a step back. You can look for additional information and you can support your system to do what it wants to do and what it knows how to do because it, it's there to keep you well. It's not there to make you sick. You don't want yeah. to attack it. You want to listen to it and work with it. Right. Right. I've been thinking a lot about what you said um, the other day when we talked, and you mentioned it today also, that that cancer is an effect yes. of a cause. Yeah. And that makes so much sense to me. I've, I've, I've known that, but I didn't articulate it yeah. quite as clearly as that. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's such a wonderful, um, I don't know, just like an enlightenment statement mm -hmm. in, in a way, you know, yeah. that... that it, don't, don't just, pay, you know, we're such a band-aid culture, you know, mm -hmm. we just love the band-aid so we don't have to yeah. pay attention to it, you know, check out and not pay attention or take responsibility or whatever. And, um, I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, cancer is your body's last ditch attempt in that area to keep you alive because the voltage has collapsed, oxygenation yeah. has collapsed. So, you know, it, it's doing what it can. It's creating its own new blood supply in order to do that. And the medical industry look at that and go, oh, that's a tumor. 
we need to cut that out. No, that's to try and heal you. Go back upstream, find out what the cause is. And then when you start to look at like the work of Jerry Tennant and you look at the, the because the body's just a big electrical piece of machinery, if you will, that right. any kind of, any emotional stress can get stored in the muscle fascia, in the teeth, in the nerves as an electromagnetic charge. And that electromagnetic charge affects the voltage. And then when the voltage comes down to a certain level, it slips and goes positive. It gets to that point. Cancer has to develop. It has no choice. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. So then you start and to work on the emotional side of things as well, which is what you're talking about doing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I've been doing this for a long time and it's still, you know, I still have that, that, that charge and, and lack of health within me. And I shudder to think if I wasn't doing what I've been doing all these 30 plus years, you know, yeah. I'd be dead. I'd probably be dead. Yeah. Um, because, or, you know, in a, in a catatonic state with tubes and shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and full of so many toxins, you can't think anymore and everything's reacting with everything else. And you've got, you, you've right. got no functioning. I mean, this is what I talked about with, right. um, who was it I was talking about this with the other night? Oh, it was, it was Tony. And, and he said, you know, it wasn't Tony. I, mean, I forget now. I've spoken to that many people in the last couple of weeks. I know. I know. Yeah, but but it was it was basically saying that you know people shouldn't be frightened of death. They should be frightened of not living. Right. 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 Well, that's another point I want to make. Thank you for putting that out. Never once was I afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of dying. No. I'm afraid how I might die, and that's one of the things that informs my choice not to go to a regular doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, because that would be pretty untenable you know the, yeah. the the possibilities are are untenable to me you yeah. know um and it's it's our culture sort of deals with that uh inculcating within everybody the fear of aging first of all yeah. with our youth culture and then everything else that's that's piled on top of that yeah. and a, a fear of death because you know yeah. that's it you're done and i mean what a horrible thought that would be for you know for people but it's a thought um, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's a thought that doesn't make any sense but it really helps commerce oh, I, <laughs> and it, yeah absolutely and, and, and in the past it has helped the the church you know yeah. um when they were into that whole like when, when they were the power now now it's the the now it's commerce that is the well, it, 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 yeah, but it's still religion because all science has become religion. I know, I know. It's, I know. it's, it's still just another form of it's the, the priest controlling. The yeah. yeah, it's the religion of the 20th century, 21st century. Absolutely, right. yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a fascinating thing. It is a fascinating. So here's a question for you: Knowing what you know now, mm. and I've been asking this of everyone because it's such a cool question. If you could go back and give a message with your wise head and your wise heart now to the younger you, what would you say? That's a great question. And I know exactly what I'd say is find out that you really are, not find out. Remember? Act as if, act as if you matter, Mm. that you are a sovereign being that you are, um, you don't have to take what people will very easily dish out to you. Yeah. You can say no. Yeah. I didn't know I could say no for a very long time yeah. and just took, you know, whatever kind of came my way. Yeah. And that was usually not good. Not for <laughs> it was you. usually unpleasant yeah. choices, yeah. you know? And so what I would say to her is that you really matter and think of yourself as a sovereign being. You have choices. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely make the choice that you feel. I, I would also say you've got all the software in this fabulous hardware body. Learn how to use it. Yep. And here's how you can start yoga. Yep. <laughs> Learn about that. You know, that's a really good introduction and you know, I was doing yoga at a very young age, but I didn't, I didn't have any um, self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been a long, hard journey to get out of that. But clearly it was something I needed to do. Well, I was going to say one other thing to you. Would you actually change any of it because you wouldn't arrive where you are now, would you? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Funny that. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh-uh. Because... Yeah. I really like who I am now. And I thank everybody who's, you know, kicked a shit out of me. And it's, you know, I really like where I am right now. Yeah. 
Well, diamonds are formed under pressure. You know that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I feel the same. I've had some uh, choice experiences during my life and I've made some choice decisions and other decisions that have been made for me before I knew I could say no. Yeah. And um, as much as it was horrible at times and just really feel like you've been beaten into the ground and then some, I wouldn't change any of it because I wouldn't be who I am right. and what I can right. do right now. And right. the, the level of grounding and centering that I feel around it, it makes it unstoppable because you become like a big old gnarly redwood or something. It doesn't matter what happens. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, you might creak yeah. a little bit and the odd branch might say, it's going to crack if the pressure picks up, but you'll lose a branch. doesn't matter. Just grow another. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I sort of feel like, you know, it's, um, you know, tempered by fire, you know, yeah. um, and certainly in the last three years as, as a nomadic person, I've learned so much about myself and what I'm capable of. And, you know, that, the, that the world as a whole is is filled with really kind people and yeah. kindness and joy and, and love, you know, and I didn't know that before that. I didn't know that before that I suspected it wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, but everything in the, in the system, everything in the education, everything in the entertainment, everything is designed to make you think it's not that way and you have to compete and it's all over. But my experience has been, you know, very much the same too. Sure. There are some horrible people. There really are. Yeah. There's horrible things that happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, there is incredible compassion and kindness in all sorts of places you wouldn't expect it. And I have to say as well that in my experience, the ones who have the least to give, give the most. I have heard that over and over the last three years, yeah. and I, it's true. Yeah, that's yeah, an interesting true. thing, which, which is it why really I made a decision years ago. I've got nothing. Yeah. I own very little. I want, I want nothing because that way right. I never get trapped by the crap that I was trapped by all those years ago. Right. Me too. I have as much as I can fit into my small um, Hyundai Elantra. And if it doesn't fit in there, I figure out a way to, you know, get rid of it or organize it somehow, you know, not, not need it. Yeah. Um, my, my, I'm an artist. So, so my paintings and stuff like that, I have a friend who very kindly is storing those for me because that would have been very hard to ditch. You don't want to ditch them like the ones behind you. Just, you mustn't. Yeah, thank you. But they make you. great prints like we talked about the other day. Yes, they would. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get that camera. I'm still researching that. And um, yeah, thank yeah. you for, for that uh, encouragement. That was well, really good. You, you may also find that there is someone at a university that has access to some very high-end equipment that may love to do some photographs for you. Just so you can see how they look. I, we, a friend of mine had a beautiful house built by taking a... Uh, a university student in um, architecture and they designed the house as part of their end of year project. So he got a free design. Wow. Cool. Yeah. That's a neat idea. See, I don't think of things like that. I, I, I don't move in those directions. Thank it, you. It's That's just, it's point. well, it, you're welcome. It, it's, I'm always conscious that if I think of something that's well, it's thinking outside the box, I always try and climb out of the box first and say, what can I see? And invariably it's like, Whoa, look at this. And then try not to get distracted by everything. <laughs> I know, I know. Right, right, exactly. You know, another friend of mine wanted to do something to do with, um, they wanted some kind of promotional video done. So they went and got someone that was doing um, video editing and sound design at the university again. And they helped them put the project together just as part of their experience. Didn't cost him anything. That's so cool. That's so cool. See, I'm, I'm very confident when it comes to my health. Mm -hmm. But as far as a career type thing, mm -hmm. I don't have any... any um, it doesn't feel like I can, uh, that I have confidence in that. Mm -hmm. And perhaps that's something that will come or that's just, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm happy having the confidence that I have in my health. You know I mean? That's, well, that's stick with that. Awesome. Stick, you know, it, you, no, no one has to do this. You, 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 you key off your strengths. Right. And your strengths right. will support you because other people will gladly, you know, contribute back for the knowledge that you can give and wisdom on your health that impacts their life. Like you've done in this story. Yeah, great. That's yeah. great. Thank you. I, I love being able to have new input that makes me think in other yeah. directions. Like just, you know, your several suggestions that you've given me. It's just like, wow, that opens up a whole new, because I, I tend to be like this, you know, when yeah. it has the we'll career do. thing, because I just don't like focusing on it. I hate it. You know, yeah. it's just like, I want to, I want to do that. I don't want to think about anything else. And well, that's kind of like been my habit. Well, here's a question for you then. If, if you want the question. 
Sure. Absolutely. Given the skills that I have, this is for you to say to yourself, given the skills that I have and the things that I'm passionate about and I love doing, like the yoga, like the art, my health, is there a way that I can envision using this in order to get the things that I require in my life? Yeah. Yeah. And see what comes up. Right. That's a great question. You know, because when, when I wrote my book as an example, I didn't write that for anyone else. I wrote that for me. It was notes yes. to me because there were so many things coming in. I didn't want to lose them. And then I started giving the book away. Then I thought, actually, something that's got for free has no value. So let's start charging for it. And then I worked out that I wasn't actually asking for enough for the value that's in the book because it's constantly updated forever. So then I doubled the price and we sold 40 times as many books. You know, you hear, you read these stories all yeah. the time and it's like, it's true. And it's yeah. sort of like, I, um, I feel like I don't have a, I don't have the pass key yeah. sort of thing to, to really know that I hear it, but it doesn't. But then like... maybe a better question would be, don't tell yourself you haven't got the pass key. Cause then everything around you goes, oh, she hasn't got the pass key. That's fine. Right. Where is the pass key? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've got to listen to that video of yours again and take notes this time. The the one about asking questions. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. And by the way, one of the questions I'm always asking myself is I've got no idea what to ask a question on. What's a good question right now? And I wait. <laughs> <laughs> As a question will bring a question, but, but it, honestly, it. It, it opens up so many doors when you do that with your health, you know, g- yeah. given what, I, when things break around me, I'm, I'm, I'm always assuming that I will find the thing I need. I mean, I had something break recently and I needed a drill bit where I was, there wasn't, I didn't need a tool. I just needed the drill bit to do something. I thought this is ridiculous. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. There has to be a drill bit here somewhere. And I found something that was a broken drill bit that worked. Another time wow. I've been on a walk and I thought I could really do with a golf ball. And I'm out in the woods, in the middle of nowhere, and I'm visualizing a golf ball, just playing in my head with it. And about 20 minutes later, I walk around the corner, and there's a golf ball on the track. I'm like, oh, that'll do. Thank you very much. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, well, I can I can really relate to that. That that makes a lot of sense. And I can I can tell you this really fun story of that that um several years ago when I was living in New York and I was studying art formally, and I would go on um, an excursion to the country because mm-hmm. I mean, the city just kind of like makes me crazy, but mm-hmm. I, I needed to be there for it. So I was on retreat for um, a couple of weeks or something like that. And I was really getting into um, collecting feathers and bones and, and drawing them because it was just stop, beautiful. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Feathers. <gasps> <laughs> there you go wow yeah excellent <laughs> I, I, usually I, i've stopped doing it now for the for the videos and stuff but usually I'll, i have my crystal outside and i've stuffed all the feathers around it nice yeah yeah, yeah. that's lovely i love it good yay another mm. another point of contact right. <laughs> <laughs> point of connection that's right yeah, yeah. so I was finding all these deer bones and things like that. And they're just beautiful things. I mean, if you didn't believe in God, you'd believe in God by just looking at these amazing bones, pelvises and things, you know. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if I found an antler? I really love an antler. So I I specifically went out one day and I said, okay, if if I'm going to find an antler, I'm going to have to think like a deer or feel like a deer. And so I kept repeating to myself, you know, quiet and calm and gentle like a deer. And I did this for about half an hour walking through the woods down some trails and stuff like that. And then for no reason whatsoever, I took, I went off the path, 12 feet, stopped, looked down at my feet. And there was something that looked like a stone buried in the soil. And I bent down and started digging away with it. Damn, it was an antler, a buried antler, a four pointer Mm -hmm. in the ground. And, Mm -hmm. and I keep that one especially because I had to get rid of all the other stuff because you can't keep 15 boxes of bones in your car, right? Um, you might I, get some questions from that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We, we I, I think of that. If I can find a buried antler, mm-hmm. I can find whatever I need. That's right. Well, I have a question for you then. What would happen if you went and had a nice little ceremony with the antler and asked it the same question because it knows? Yeah, yeah. I like the way you think. Awesome. <laughs> I, well, it only works this way because every other way of thinking doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so a bit like when, you, when, when you want to create, um, you, you want to create a sculpture, from what I've seen, what they actually do is they take away everything that shouldn't be there to leave right. what's, to, yeah, right. so... Because when you're I, conceptualizing the whole thing and you just take it yeah. away. Yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly but That's so. what I do when I'm, when I'm doing the, if I'm editing a video and stuff, I'm taking stuff away that shouldn't be there. 
Um, it's the same when I design software because my view on software isn't when I've crammed everything in I can put in it. Mm-hmm. It's when I've taken away everything that shouldn't be there so it just does one thing. And then it's a very simple, clean design. Now, it could be hugely complex, but each bit is tiny and clean the way it should be. Right. And I right. think that, you know, as we when things happen, I, I take note, you know, <laughs> this will make you laugh as well. And, and this everyone can explain this away any way you want. I'm going to stick with my take on this because it supports me and it makes me feel good. Right. So I've been down to see my daughter when she lived down south and I'm driving back and then I, I'm thinking about traffic and all of a sudden I'm in this enormous traffic jam on the highway and I'm like all right fair enough and I've been in there we hadn't moved for about an hour and a half and I'm thinking this is ridiculous I'm not impressed with this at all two things need to happen first of all I need to go for a pee so and the second thing is I need a magic wand because I don't want this to be here because this needs to be gone and I'm looking down I've got an app out and it says you're going to be here for another five hours I'm like no I'm not I'm not having that so I've gone up into the woods at the top of the embankment. I had a pee and I'm like, right, where's a wand? So I sat down on the ground for a few minutes. I'm thinking it's around here somewhere. I walked across, bent down and picked it up and there it was. And so I just said, right, all the traffic be gone, did some kind of mad stuff, laughed and joked with myself, got in the car. Ten minutes later, we drove off and all the cars were gone. Just everything disappeared and that it was some accident they'd managed to clear early. So that wand lives in my car now. God, that makes me cry. I'm tearing up. Oh, my God, that is just <laughs> too awesome. I hope that you put this in because I want my daughter to hear that special. Oh, no, we'll, we'll leave that in. It, it, there are so many things that are magical in this place if we'll just yes. let them be magical. Yes, absolutely. That's, you know, that's but it's when you're brilliant. lighthearted with it and you play with it because people go, I'm going to do this and manifest this. Like hell you are because you're so concentrating on the fact it's not there. It's got no chance to arrive because you're holding it away. Right. That, that's it. That's that's the thing is, is that lightheartedness and not being attached to outcome. It's like, yep. This is what I want. And then and then yeah. you go. And that's when it happens. But if you try to, you know, like mm, like that, that f- forcing your mind or forcing your will, I guess yeah. maybe would be a better way of saying it, that doesn't no. work. No, it doesn't. And, and that that I think that just comes certainly came to me over experience and out of tons of frustration about this just it's not going to happen. And yet I kept thinking back, well, like, you know, there's all sorts of crazy stories I could tell about stuff like that that I don't normally share with people because they look and go, you're mad. I know, 100%, I am, but it works nonetheless. Yeah. In fact, it seems yeah. to work better when you relax and become a bit crazy. Yeah, I, I think so too. It, it's something that I aspire to. I, I tend to be a very um, serious, you know, person in, in my pursuits, you know, mm-hmm. the things that interest me, I'm very serious about. And so I have to, I have to, you know, lighten up. Yeah, yeah. Lighten up, it's chill out, have a laugh. My my girlfriend always laughs at me. She said, because something happens and I'll I'll trip up. And as I'm hitting the deck, I'm laughing because I think it's hysterical. Yeah. You know, or or it, I tell you one funny thing, because I mean she's just such an amazing woman and I'm so blessed to have her in my life. It, if I'm we're out on a walk together and I might take the Mickey, I might rib her a little bit about something, every single damn time within 10 or 12 seconds, a root will be where it shouldn't be and I'll trip up or I'll walk into something. <laughs> and she just looks at me and I go, yeah, I know it served, it deserves me right or it serves me right rather, but it was worth it. But it happens every time. It's never not happened. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. That's great. I love it. Oh my but it God. doesn't stop me doing it because <laughs> 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 it's still great fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Well, that turned into a different kind of conversation, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a magical world. It's a magical world and what you need will show up yeah. like the cancer did for me, like your one did for you, like anything yeah. else. Yeah. All, all sorts of shown up. And, and in many ways, it's like with all this craziness that's going on in the world, we, we're managing to touch and, and have conversations that I would never have had. There's no way our paths would have crossed. I can't see that ever happening, but they right. have. Right. You know, right. and, and, and I've had that with with many people. Yep. Um, if last year hadn't happened, I mean, I'm friends with with uh, amazing people now. Suddenly, kind of like out of the woodwork, yep. and it's it's like, wow, finally, it's about bloody time, you know? Yeah. Well, what's interesting with that is because that then makes me think that this is actually, in many ways, it's so wrong. It's incredibly supportive as well if you will allow the elements of it to be and focus on those elements so more of those elements come forth and we don't focus on the bad, the unpleasant, the frightening side of it, lest more of that comes forth. Right. That's absolutely true. And I know that's 100% true because I've 
been with people who are just like, you know, like stuck to the TV and the numbers mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. And they, they look horrible. You know, they, they feel horrible. They yeah. can't sleep. They're just, you know, kind of like mean and mm-hmm. whatever, you know, that kind of like tied up, tied up. Mm-hmm. And the people who just kind of like, yeah, okay, it's out there, it's happening. And I'm focusing on yeah. this garden or I'm fa- focusing on this painting or I'm focusing on, you know, making something for my friend who's ill, yeah. you know, yeah. um, good stuff, nice stuff, loving things. Try, yeah, yeah. Don't hang out yeah. with the tree, man. You know, it's one of the best healers <sighs> just, ever. The trees, I, I, have, well, I have many favorite trees. In fact, I go and talk to them all. I, I can't help it. Or I walk. The other day I went for a walk, I was telling Tom this, and I consciously tried to touch every tree that was nearby. So as a consequence, the walk took ages because some of the trees I went, oh, okay, and I had to stop because it felt different. So then I could just sit there touching it until it felt, all right, whatever's gone between us is gone and move on. If anyone would watch, I'm sure they would have thought it was very strange that this guy, because I walk circles around them, I'm talking to them. It's, It's great. And we've got some lovely, really old woodland around here. It, it is wonderful. It, they're, they're, I had this wonderful, just in the next house over where I used to live, I had this wonderful tree that I called a teacher tree. Hmm. And I would it started out where I would sit out under it every night to watch the stars in the wintertime bundle up and just lay out for a couple of hours and everything like that. And all of a sudden, you know, after a period of time, I felt that you know, there's some kind of communion going on, you know, mm-hmm. there's something going on. I really love this tree. I want to cuddle up with this tree. You know, it yeah. was just this huge giant tree. And she taught me bunches of stuff, you know, and it, it was incredible. And I painted her and then she got hit by lightning and the owner had to take her down. That was, but she that served was her purpose. really tough. I think so. Yeah. She, you see, when, when all this kicked off, I go up into the old woods and I sit there and I ask all the trees for guidance. And I say, listen, you guys know you've seen this all before, all of you, all over the place, talk. And if you can give me any insight, any guidance, I mean, this is going to sound completely wacko to some people. I don't care. Yeah, don't right? care. But but the, the kind of insights and the hints, they just come back. And it, it's, yes. it's a really interesting thing. And I've got one tree. Actually, it's got this beautiful kind of curve. You can climb in and just kind of lie back in and relax. Oh, nice. Oh, it's amazing. That's great. That's great. I used to, when I was a kid, I was always up in the trees. Same as and me. as an adult, I don't, I don't really climb anymore. And I, I want to. And some, when I lived in England and I lived in the country in England, ooh, and, um, sorry. And, um, I would climb up in the trees when I had to make some like big monumental decisions. And yeah. it was always, you know, the right decision. It was never like, Oh man, I shouldn't have done that. You know, um, it was yeah. all it was wonderful. I mean, the trees know. The trees know. Yeah. Yeah. They're incredible souls and they're very willing yeah. to engage yeah. um, with us and can, yeah. you know, they're not like, um, oh, those, those goddamn humans, you know, they've messed everything up. I'm not giving them the time of day. You know, it's not like that. You know, if you come up to them and they're just like, love pours out of them yeah yeah we have a tree in the town i haven't found it yet someone was telling me about it the other night and i want to find it they said it's coming up on a thousand years old wow and that would wow. be i want to find that tree <laughs> we have to have yeah. a discussion <laughs> yeah definitely where do you live uh in north wales oh in north wales okay because yeah. you had mentioned manchester when we um yeah. talked earlier i, I lived I- there for a long time oh okay i lived there too i lived there for a couple of years and my daughter was born there Oh, okay, whereabouts? In uh, Ermston. Ermston, yeah, yeah. Okay, I used to live in this in Salford. Yeah, that's that's just down the road. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And go. then seven years ago, I escaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good. Yeah. And I live somewhere where I used to hear the police sirens constantly during the day and see the police helicopters every night to coming down here, and I didn't hear a police siren for five years. <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> Oh, yeah. good job. Good. Well, that that was just the most magical conversation. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This this was great. You know, these conversations with with people that we find out there, you know, it's yeah. just like it makes everything worthwhile. Yeah. Thank you for for, you know, interacting 
as you do on on the um, on your channel and for you know having me. No, you're come welcome. And talk. You know. Dan, you're welcome. I, and I would encourage everyone to to get out and have conversations like this with people because you know we we only met briefly on the phone the other day just to just have that initial chat. You can have some magical discussions with people that you don't know if you'll just open your soul up and talk from your heart. Absolutely, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, when when I'm attracted to somebody's energy, that means something, and it's yeah. it's and if I'm brave enough, like you know, when I I sent you the the yeah. initial email, yeah. you know. It, it turns into another magical experience. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fantastic. I will get this edited up, uh, I don't know, next couple of days, and then I will probably schedule it to go live over the weekend. I'll send you all the links and everything. Okay, cool. And uh, we'll create a podcast episode from that as well. Um, I might even leave the cat. I'll leave the cat in the video, I think. Maybe we'll leave some the cat it. in the video. It's good energy. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, but in the podcast, it won't make any sense, so that'll probably get snipped out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It might. It might not. I just Because what happens is I, I listen to stuff and go, should I, shouldn't I, what feels right, what doesn't? And if I can't decide, I'll go and sit in the garden or I'll go stand in the stream or something. That's what I meant to say. Not any of the trees are good. Standing in running water is unbelievable. I, I heard that when I lived in England, there was a place near Bedford when mm -hmm. I, I was living at the yoga center and there was a, a, a bridge, an old bridge. And the, the, the tales that the folk there would tell is that, that that was a healing stream that people used to come and take their chair, strip off and sit in the chair and let the water just kind of like run through them mm -hmm. like a long time ago. And they, you know, they knew what was going on. And that's the thing that people do. I've read that with, you know, the gypsies and indigenous people and everything, you know, mm -hmm. that that's a thing is to sit in running water. Well, still, still water strips, draws energy from you like a bath, but running water gives energy to you as far as I understand it. That makes so much sense. Just hearing that, it just makes so much sense. Which is why I think you feel wiped out after a long, hot bath. It's not just the heat, whereas a hot shower doesn't do the same thing. So my preference is to, I'll, I'll go and sit and meditate in a hot shower. That's great. Because, oh because you've got the sound, it's like rain. You've got the sound of the running right. water. You've got the feel. Right. It's just Everything just feels just right. I love that. I love your take on things. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, I, they're not all, they're not all my takes. They're other people's takes as well, but I'm good at going, I'll have that. I'll well, have yeah, that. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. You're, tunnel, you're funneling <laughs> it down. You're, you're collecting everything and then you can disseminate again, you know, another point of dissemination. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I shall be the disseminator, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> I, I've got one that says free hugs. That's not very popular right now for some reason. I know. I know. But hey-ho, <laughs> keep soon. offering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'd hug you if, if we met over there. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say no. That would be okay. Oh. You, you, that was wonderful. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll get some information over to you as and when it's done. Okay, great. Thanks, Enjoy. Adrian. Look after yourself. Take care. Week. Yeah, have a great week. Likewise. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.